Wake up. Stop slurping your coffee. That's how you're supposed to drink coffee. Okay, let's just get started. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be here. It's been really hard for us to sit down and record since since I got pregnant. <laughs> I know. You're always like working, you're busy, you're tired. Just really tired, really nauseous. It's just like work, go to sleep. Pretty much. Yeah. It's been rough, but pregnant, we're here. Pregnant Serena is like a sleeping bear. <laughs> she's up, she's out of out, and then she just falls asleep. Done. Hibernating. But uh, hopefully that'll pass. A few more weeks. Uh, what's on the agenda today? You said a few more weeks. A few more weeks until first more. trimester is over, and then, you know, I should feel better. Well, just want to see how your weekend's doing. How, how's it going, babe? My weekend is actually really nice. We went to the biggest pumpkin patch yesterday. Yeah, it was cool. Which was just wild. I literally felt like I was in a Disney movie. It was like <laughs> homemade pies, shopping stores. It was cool, dude. Hey, ride to the pumpkin field, pick the pumpkin off the vine. Dude, it was dope. Yeah, it was petting zoo, all when the things. I knew I knew it was real when they when we pulled up and they handed us a map. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is the first pumpkin pumpkin patch I've been to where they're like, here's a map. I'm like, a map for what? The pumpkins are right here. <laughs> and we literally just thought we were going to like pick a pumpkin. Yeah, I was like, we'll sit on some hay and shit, grab <laughs> a pumpkin, take a picture. It was super cool. Dude, yeah, we got um uh, like apple cider slushies. Yeah. It was pretty they cool. had it all. Alex got to feed little animals. He was hecka happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he <laughs> talked about it like the rest of the day. <laughs> he like fed a little goat. Yeah. It, it was, was pretty lit off it. It was super cool. I love that. And today's just been, today's Sunday. What's today? The 25th? 26th. Oh, yeah. We always say the date. Today's Sunday, the 25th. October 25th, Sunday. <sighs> Good old football Sunday. October's almost over. Enjoy the games, guys. I'm not a big fan. Oh. Sorry. I know you're not. You just don't even sit there with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right, you're going to watch football. I'm out. I watch them by myself. Anyways, um, it was a good day. Yeah. It's 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 finally starting to feel like fall here Uh, in Northern California. It's cooling down. It's nice. I'm loving it. I'm here for it. The holidays, I just can't believe I've been having this like moment. I I don't know if you've had this moment, but like I've been having this moment of like, I can't freaking believe October's over mm. and it's November, but it's not even just like every other year. Cause I'm like this every month. Okay. It's like, Oh my God, a week passed. And I'm like, let's set your goals for the coming week. That's just how I am. But no, like dude, 2020 is almost over. It's crazy. This year has been a ride. But then at the same time, it's like, what does that even mean? We have no idea. Like what's 2021 going to look like? Who knows, dude? Better than this. I hope. I think that's what we all hope, but it's it's just crazy. So, I don't know. My point is, I'm just saying, it's October 25th. I'm realizing Halloween's on Saturday, and then we're on to November, December, the holidays. Like, they're going to... October went by so fast. It's just crazy. It really is, dude. Can't believe it. It always goes by like that, though, dude. You just look back, and then you're like, whoa, how did we get here? Yeah. I don't know. Every year, especially around this time, it always makes you think about the year before. At least that's me. And mm-hmm. then it was like, dude, it felt just like yesterday. We were at another pumpkin patch with Alex. <laughs> yeah. Remember he was going down the slide, and I was like, Alex looks big as hell going down the slide. He's being so big now. <laughs> dude, time fucking flies. Yeah, it goes by super fast. For real. It's wild. Anyways. Time to set new goals. I get, but for you, apparently. <laughs> well, what I just keep thinking is, like, what do you want to achieve before the end of the year? 
Like you have two months left. Come on, back in January when you set resolutions or like, have you stopped and looked back? Maybe you're not a big resolution setter. Some people aren't. Yeah. But still, like when you set goals at any point in the time this year, like now's a great time to go back and look at them. You have about, let's just skip this week. You have about 60 days left. Like, are you going to accomplish that? Or are you just going to let it slip by and be like, well, this year I set a weight loss goal. Once again, didn't achieve it. You know what I mean? Like, there's still like the perfect amount of time to achieve a really quality goal. But you don't have to start goals at the beginning of every year. No, that's what I said. That's why I said maybe you're not a resolution setter, but at any point during this year, when did you set a goal? Have you achieved it? Sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say... I feel like a lot for a lot of people, the beginning of the year is very symbolic, and so is the end of the year. Yeah. So you always want to start stuff at the beginning and the end of the year. You want to finish off like with the bang, or so, or per se, like. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's interesting because some people are like, "Oh no, New Year's resolutions," and I'm like, "Who fucking cares if it's cheesy or not? It's just, it's just a good time. Like, allows you the opportunity to reflect. So just why not? Yeah. You can do it anytime. But I'm saying, like, I feel like people would do it then because it's symbolic of, like, the year is changing. Of course. Because you could start a goal whenever, like today. No, yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. And and even now, it's like, okay, stop and reflect. Like I said, you have two months left. So what do you want to accomplish before the end of the year? Or just think, like, how do I want to start the next year? You know what I mean? Does that not... That means a lot to me. Like, how do I want to feel starting off a new year? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it doesn't really... Like, if you didn't hit your goal at the end of the year, it didn't mean you failed. Just moving on to the next year, like, keep going. I mean, it does mean you failed, but there's nothing or, wrong with failing. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, but like... <laughs> like, you the, did fail. Like, you're going to continue to go, like, because yeah. you didn't hit it on 2020. Like, yeah. when it moves into 2021, it's okay. Like, keep on moving. No, for sure. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Of course, try to. I guess I like I, I am a fan of goals and stuff, but like the new year thing is like it, it's I guess it's symbolic to people, which is why they put so much emphasis mm-hmm. on it. But it doesn't mean you can't start your goal in February or like July or August yeah. or no. You should set a September. fucking goal every month. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. But we're just talking about New Year and end of year. Oh, okay. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, but you you should set up, dude. If you ask me, if you work with me, you better be setting a goal every week. Okay, Santa wakes up and set goals for the day. <laughs> you need to. That's why. That's what's so cool. Every year when I look back, there's not a year, at least in like the last like nine years, where my life's not a hundred percent like different in a positive way than it was the year before, which is so fucking cool. That is cool. But you have to, you know. You have to actually try. That's why you're like, doesn't mean you failed. And I'm like, well, no, you did fail, but that just means you try. You 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 set some sort of goal. Failing's okay. Yeah. But anyways, we'll talk about our New Year's resolutions on the podcast. When December rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Right now, I'm just trying to... Um, do you have anything that you want to do before the end of the year? I mean, like mine were, mine were kind of like COVID ruined them. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> COVID really like fucked with them, but it's okay, dude. Like pivot into next goals. Or even like new things. Like I think all the only thing I have set between now and the end of the year is I realized I am enrolled in like four different courses and I'm reading like four different books. And I was like, wow, if in the next two months, which it almost sounds unrealistic, if I can finish those four books and finish those courses. That I can start 2020 having all the knowledge and education and certifications. And I, I am not doing shit in 2020. <laughs> well, there's one. My Ayurveda course starts. It's a year-long Ayurveda course. Oh, that's cool. Which starts in January. What is that? Um, that's your um, Ayurveda. hippie it's like, healing? It's not hippie healing. It's 
It's a base in science, and it's actually <laughs> like a sister science of yoga, but for nutrition. That's cool. Um, super excited about that. But but yeah, that way I can start 2020 and just you know, it's a whole new world. Different, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, set your goals, people. Yeah. Do it whenever you want. I'm all about setting goals. Clearly. <laughs> well, how about we should we could talk about that. Oh, we could talk about goals <laughs> another podcast. All day. That wasn't the point of this one. Yeah. Anyways. You have a book next to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have a cool quote here because it made me think about how you got into this. Um, I heard a quote in a movie one time and it said, I, read, I wrote it down so I didn't butcher it. It says, sometimes we don't pick the books we read, they pick us. Mm. And I thought that was cool because I remember specifically when you got this book, it was in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. in a library downtown Santa Cruz. We were kind of just looking around. I think that day we bought like six books. Yeah. But anyways, you randomly pulled this book out. Li- libraries are cool. Like you've been to Barnes and Nobles or yeah. any bookstore, like local bookstores that are in any downtown shops. And you see just like this plethora of books that just pop up to your face. And you're like, which one looks cool? Like which one's calling me? Yeah. And it's cool how you picked this one. Yeah. It's a super cool book. Um. Should I tell them what the book is? Yeah. So the book is called It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle. And it's by Mark Woolen. Um, highly recommend. But that's that's essentially what we also want to talk to you guys about today. Yeah. Jerome, you were saying you watched... Um, I watched like uh, one of his speeches. I don't know. Like It was like a conference or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a 30-minute lecture that he did on it. Got it. It kind of... It feels like he just like summarized his book quickly, like in 30 minutes to get the point across yep. of like how important this subject was to him. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty cool seeing as how Serena got so into it. She's yeah. actually... You're taking a course on it right now. Yeah. So he is actually... I'm not sure how old he is. Um, he looked relatively young. And you're, he actually still looks really good, but he's getting ready to retire. And um, he realized as he's getting ready to retire that he doesn't have, you know, he created this whole um, like approach to identifying and breaking your inherited family trauma patterns. And he realized he's been doing this work for so long, like so, so, so long. But if he retires, there's nobody left doing the work and it's really, really valuable stuff. So he started and he's only doing one. I don't know if I told you that, babe. He's literally only doing one training and that's it. Um, so that you can become a facilitator of his work. Yeah. So you can facilitate the same sessions and learnings and, and help people go through the same journey toward healing through their inherited family trauma. Yeah. So, but it's cool. It's actually funny. Fun fact: he's retiring, and I, I, I'm pretty sure this is true. I didn't know if it was true. (laughs) He, I guess, wants to become like a blues guitarist, and he was like, "I'm getting older, and like, if I want this dream to come true, like, Hmm. I'm gonna let go of my like." I mean, it seems like he's been doing the Lord's work. I watched. I watched his, or I mean, like in his way. Yeah. I watched his speech, and it's like he was really like. I like this passion behind his voice, dude. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. So shout out to uh, Mr. Mark here. He, um, yeah. he like when he was speaking, you could tell like he cared about what he was saying, which was pretty cool, and it kind of yeah. kept my attention the whole time because it, it is very like I guess you could say it's very technical and like science psychology based mm-hmm. on like what he does and how he got his method down. Yeah, so it's all based in neuroscience and um, post traumatic stress. So he created his own approach to identify. Well, I guess before saying that, yeah. like, what is even 
So you, the book is called, uh, it didn't start with you, How to Inherit Your Family, Trauma, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What's, like, inherited family trauma? Like, what would be an example of that? Like, like well, what, what, why would someone want to hear this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what got you into it? Well, I guess circling back to the bookstore in Santa Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally, of course, well, what, first and foremost, I'm just really into self-growth and personal development and like constantly just striving towards being what I would call the best version of me what that we all have shit though okay we all have stuff and I know that a lot of what I've been through in my life came from my childhood so I realized I actually you know I don't remember my exact reason for picking up this book but just the fact of like inherited family trauma and my family I mean I could think back at least three generations, and it's like the same exact patterns, right? Like, I think you always kind of notice that. I like, always, you always knew, yeah. like almost from like a, a four, like what's it called, like a third person perspective. You'd mm-hmm. always like, you would always tell me too, like you'd step back and you'd be like, my mom was like this, my mom's mom was like this, and you would see it, and you're like, yeah. I'm not repeating a certain pattern. Yeah, so I think I've always know. They say like break the chain. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to say like, okay, I broke the chain. Like I'm not following in the same pattern. But, like, to give people an example, like, so you can wrap your head around it, it's like, okay, I knew that, like, my grandma got pregnant at, like, 13. My mom got pregnant at 15. I got pregnant at 18. If I have a daughter, she is not. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I want to break the chain because I I can do that. And so then the next, you know, my daughter, her daughter, so on and so forth, like, that's not a chain. That's not a cycle that repeats itself over and over and over. Yeah. Um, but that's just one example. I mean, there's some crazy similarities in my family through each generation. Um, but yeah, so I just knew, you know, that was something, I don't know like what first opened my eyes to it, but I started to understand like, oh wow, a lot of who we are has to do with our parents our parents, and our parents' parents. Exactly. And so I always knew that there was a lot that I needed to heal from my relationship with my mom and then from my dad passing away so young and if I want to, like, become this best version of myself, I need to go back and look at that, face it, and heal it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people run from that. Yeah. It's funny because he actually, it's funny you said that. It's crazy how <laughs> you actually said that. He has a quote, and he says, if we ignore the past, it can come back to haunt us. But if we explore it, we don't have to have, we don't have to repeat, we can break these destructive patterns. Yep, exactly. And a lot of people, they, they're so scared, they just want to... Um, I have a quote in my phone that I always thought was really interesting. I'm going to read to you. Another one. Quoting on quotes. Another one. Another one. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are just so scared to look at it. He said it's that too hurt. in his in his speech when he was talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of points out like one of the like he leaves you with like three three yeah. tidbits, and one of them was to have those uncomfortable conversations with your family mm-hmm. about what your childhood was like and then compare it to how your, if you have siblings, like a brother or sister, how theirs was like. Because you guys all perceived every situation, you all perceived it differently. So if me and Jerome go through something, he's going to perceive it in his own way and I'm going to perceive it Even more so, he, I think he gave an example of himself. Uh, I can't remember, I can't quite remember what his thing was. I think it was being left alone mm-hmm. and he would go and smell his mother's clothes. Mm-hmm. He said he, when he wrote the book, his sister was reading it, I think he said, mm-hmm. and his sister said, 
I did that too. Oh wow! So it's like he's like sharing these experiences, like mm-hmm. like talk like talk about your talk childhood about with your siblings if you mm-hmm. have them, and parents, if you don't with your parents, yeah. and if your relationship with your parents was good, try to explore and see like how your grandparents were and how their childhood was like and what happened in their childhood. Yep. It's so important to know. I remember, and it's I think that. My yoga teacher training had a lot to do with this. When mm. I was in yoga teacher training... I think training, it did. Yeah, I remember you getting like... Yep. I got really into Ayurveda. Yeah. And Ayurveda talks about... You have to know what was your mom going through when she was pregnant with you? How was her relationship? What emotions was she experiencing? Because all of that made... It was affecting me. It affects yeah. us in the womb. So I started obsessing over... Well, how was your relationship with dad? What were you going through? Trying to imagine my mom, all her pain, all her trauma, why she is the way she is and how that affected me and how that shows up in my life. So I started getting like really deep because once you know this, it's like ignorance is bliss. But once you know, like you have, you, you make a choice. You either go on ignoring it because I think a lot of people, it's not even that they're scared to do it because it's going to hurt them in some way. They are scared. You know, it's kind of like. Sometimes you don't want to open up closed doors. Like you're like, no, 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 that might just bring something out that I don't like. Maybe I don't want things to change. Yeah. I don't want to clear that out. I'd rather just leave it how it is with a bandaid on it and it's totally fine. And I feel like it's crazy because a lot of families are like that. Yeah. And it's just like, even like, I feel like sometimes even my family could be like that. Like you Mm -hmm. look at something that's happening close to one of my family members. Yeah. And it's just like, man, like you think like, because he talks about, like, it even says that in the back of your book, like, mm-hmm. he asked in the keynote when he's speaking, he's yeah. like, do you know anybody with, like, that had, like, out of nowhere, depression, anxiety, and phobias, he has chronic pain written there, OCD thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, ha- was a dog barking. <laughs> do you have any, like, family members that randomly just suffer from this? And in my head, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy because, like, you think about, like, like, well, my family. I'm yeah. first generation born, so I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell my parents went through yep. back where I'm from, which mm-hmm. is a poor ass third world yep. war torn country. Which 100% affects you and my siblings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can only imagine like what, what goes on in their heads, like, despite if they're happy or not, yep. but even more so, like, if they do have like a depression or anxiety. Yeah. And I have really bad anxiety mm-hmm. and I deal with it on a daily. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because, so, and kind of like to go off what you were saying, he says, you know, a lot of times it's when you're dealing with dep- depression, anxiety, all of these things, and nothing significant happened to trigger it. Like, it wasn't like someone just passed away and, like, all of a sudden you're exactly, depressed. Yeah. No, no, that we get that totally makes sense. It's very relevant. Yeah. It's a lot of times we go through these things where we can't explain it. We're like, where does that come from? Why do I do that? He uses an example of a girl who cuts herself. She cannot figure out why she does it. Turns out it was linked to one of her family members. It's it's you know really big. The cool thing about it is this well, is cool not. The cool thing about that story was yeah. Uh, the girl was a cutter and she cut herself really bad. Yeah. She would cut herself really bad, and he was trying to figure out like what was wrong with her, mm-hmm. and he figured out because he asked her like how's the relationship with your parents because he always asked the par- about the parents right, mm-hmm. and then it was excellent. He said that the relationship with the mom was good, the relationship with the dad was perfect. Yep. So he had to go even deeper, and then he asked about the grandparents, and that's where the story was told. Yeah. Was it her grandma or grandpa? It was like her grandma crashed a car. 
Yeah. And her, I think it was grandpa, flew grandpa. through the windshield and yeah. died. He got cut. He was cut and died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But grandma didn't get cut, but the other yeah. person got killed. Something like that, Because yeah. she said that she didn't deserve to live, mm-hmm. and that made him ask, like, why are you saying that you don't deserve to live? Because she never went through anything herself. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, but it's just like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, no, I totally... Um, but yeah, so that's that's where it is, and through, like, through Mark's you know, method, I guess you can call it, or his like blueprint, it's literally an approach that takes you through like step by step, how to identify if you have, we all have it, first of all. And and I will also say some people are like, no, my childhood was great. My grandparents are amazing. Everything's fantastic. This isn't about blaming or making your parents or grandparents or anyone in your family bad people. A lot of times they're like, no, 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 I had a perfect childhood. Everything was pretty much fantastic. All my needs were met. Well, that's awesome, but that's it's that's not what it's about either. Like, you know, it's we can't there it's impossible for all of our needs to be met as a child all the time. It just isn't that's impossible. It's also impossible that anyone in your family never went through anything that could affect you. So I always like to say that because I feel like a lot of people, if you did have a good childhood, you almost don't want to and I actually know someone who was like, well, didn't start with me, inherited family trauma. Well, I don't have any trauma. My parents are amazing. And it's like, no, you do. It's not about putting down your parents. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's cool. He kind of, and look, we're not just talking out of our ass here. Neither was neither is the guy. He, It's very science-based, which it's is pretty cool. all based in science. I'm kind of like summarizing it in my own yeah. way. But I'm um, kind of like dumbing it down. But he, he gets really into the specifics and the science of the studies that they've done. And mm-hmm. I think they used mice. Mm-hmm. And they, they were able to find out that with, with the mice in, yep. his, in that study that it, it's generational how you feel different pain yes. without even experiencing it, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, it can get- and I think they did it with uh, with Holocaust survivors. Yes. Right? Yeah. The Holocaust survivor stories are wild. Yeah. So, really powerful. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that he's just not talking out of his ass. Like, this is shit that's oh, been yeah. proven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what's so great. If you do buy the book, which by the way is like ten dollars, yeah, I mean any <laughs> you book can literally is get it on Amazon. Um, the whole beginning of the book is all the science, yeah, which is so awesome. Um, but yeah, the the quote that I was going to read, which m- might not even be relevant anymore, it says that most people are actually pretty committed to living the life that they don't want to live. Few people are actually living the life they want to live that makes them happy, and it's just interesting because like. So many of us are actually committed to staying exactly where we are. Like, I know so many people, which first of all, there's this like culture in self-development of like, you have to do the work. You don't. Everyone will do the work on their own time. Like, everyone has their own path. That's like first and foremost. So it's not like, do the work. Oh my gosh, you're not doing anything. Well, that's not for us to say or judge. Um, I guess you find things when you need them at the right time. Exactly. Like, you'll get there or you won't. Maybe then your next generation will. You know, it depends. Um, But it's just interesting. Like, so many people, I I like that quote because it made me think, like, wow, so many people really are committed to living the life they don't want. Because it's kind of like, you know, you can hear something like this. You can... You can, like, get all this information, but you just never start. Like, you never do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like the work? Yeah. You never actually do it. And then you complain about where you are in your life. But you don't want to do the work because you're, like, almost scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. But the book is really cool. The training is, like, super, super amazing. Like, very, very in-depth. I mean, the things that he's teaching. What's super cool 
that I really love so far is just learning about like, so a lot of times, like we said, if, if someone you know, or maybe yourself, you're experiencing anxiety, depression, so on and so forth, and you don't know why, just stop and ask yourself, what were both of your parents experiencing around the same age that you are right now? That's what's super interesting to think about. Like, were they going through a depression? Did someone in their family die? Did, were they, like, what were they going through at the same age that you are right now? And see if you're repeating, like, the same pattern. Super, super powerful to understand. That's good, babe. <laughs> sorry, I was reading. I'm sorry, I was like, I kind of dozed off. I was reading my notes as you were talking. Yeah. What else did you have? Um, the only other thing I, I really wanted to say was he kind of leaves you with a tidbit of like what you can ask yourself if you think this pertains to you. Mm, what is that? He asked. Uh, he says that he says this in his book as well. He asked this one question and he asks, uh, "What's your worst fear?" Yes. He says, "What's the worst thing that can happen to you?" And once you figure that out, if you have the answer. He says he's take it deeper, and if he said if that was if that happened, what's the worst part of it actually happening? Mm. And then if you can't think of anything like that, he says to uh, he said, "What's a scene from a movie that you can't watch because it like terrifies you, mm. or you're scared of it?" But he said that one sentence can help you because he wants to know who in your family has caused this to happen, and who shared the sentence in your family. Yeah. That's that's literally his steps. I mean, there's four themes that he goes over in his book and in his method in general. I hope I didn't butcher that. But you didn't. That was like the gist of what Those I got. Those are questions to ask yourself. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, the, all of the inherited family trauma is that you're either, it's your connection to your parents, and this could go back three generations, so your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, you know, it's your connection to them. It really, really matters. And, and if you look up the information that we're telling you and the science behind it, and you understand that, then how can you not stop and be like, hold on, how's my relationship with my mother? How's my relationship with my father? When I thought about that, I was like, oh shit, my dad died when I was 10 and my me and my mom do not have the greatest relationship. We've been through it. And I was yeah. like, oh, someone help me. Because... <laughs> You know, that affects who I am as a person. Yeah. Which then affects, like, our relationship. Yeah. Which then affects me as a mom. Like, you know, and the reason I just signed up for the facilitators training was because I still know I have things to work through. And standards three in a fashion would just go get certified in it. Yeah. So I could do the work for myself and help others. But I knew I didn't want to have another child without resolving some of my own inherited family trauma. That's, and I was like, like, God forbid I have a daughter. <laughs> oh my God. That would have been Without fun. doing the work. No, <laughs> she's like 20 and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's just a different kind of relationship. I think, you know, mother, son. Father, mother, son. Yeah. Mother, daughter, like the different genders. It's a different relationship. And I just, you know, I feel great about Alex and I, but I, having a daughter just feels different. Like, if I don't have the best relationship with my mother, the way that she mothered me, I'm going to give my daughter that same, you parent very similar. Yeah. And so I just wanted to work on that so much more. I noticed that when I'm with Alex. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm a little too cold to him. Like your so dad. Like my dad was like that with me sometimes. Your dad was like that with and me I'm sometimes, like, dude, Alex, yeah. come here. I'm going to give you a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. Like, you have to think about, like. Some, sometimes we're just so much just like our parents. It's so important to, to stop and look at. I mean, there are DNA, right? Yeah. I'm no, I mean, it's, it's all in you for sure. No. 
Um, but yeah, so, you know, knowing how your connection to your parents are, that he basically goes over like four themes and it's, and we all fall in one of these categories. The first category is if you are merging with your parents. So basically that means, do you have the same feelings, behaviors, and experiences as one of your parents? And then he'll, he'll like walk you through exercises. You can... Um, have an interruption with your one of your parents, with your mom, and like when you were really young. So oh, like they got taken away from you. Or yeah, you or maybe when you were born, you were like had to get put in an incubator, like hospitalized, okay. or your mom had like business trips when you were a little tiny baby. Like that'll mess with you. Have you judged, blamed, rejected, or cut yourself off from a parent? Oh my gosh, that was me. I was like, oh, somebody help. <laughs> <laughs> and then the very last one is, are you unconsciously identified with a member of your family system other than your parents? So for example, if you have a sibling who you identify as one of your parents, who's not your parent, then you're identifying someone who's not your parent as your parent. That's also another theme and a big issue um so it's, it's super it's super man if you fell under any of those do some work it's really cool what what i love about it so much is just honestly that there's exercises to walk you through the whole thing um yeah i mean i in my personal and professional opinion i think it's like one of the best things you could do for every single person maybe you go through it and it's not freaking life-changing, you know, you're in pretty good shape, you're still going to learn something about yourself regardless. And honestly, the book itself is like 200 pages. It's so, not that long. Yeah, it's really not that long at all. I should read it now. I just watched I you watched should. his speech and I was like, I, re- I feel like I read the book. <laughs> but I knew you were super into it, so I was yeah. like, let me watch this so we could talk about it. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, as soon as I finish the facilitator's training, I'll be, I'll probably create like a course or something where I can take people through it. Um, and, and then we could totally talk about this again, but I, I don't know, obviously I'm super into it. I think it's super important. I was going to say, isn't it crazy? Like as much as we try to like, almost like, like, uh, bury our past, mm-hmm. like just bury like everything bad that happened. It just all comes out all at once. Like it's all affecting at, you. At like a certain yeah. time in your life. Like you could try it and have all these emotions and like, and try to be like the best person you can and like. Go out and live your life and have a family and like deep, deep down inside, like boom, it's going to come and hit you out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing about when people... Like what's up if you have issues like this? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, but we all have something yeah. like, you know, it. that's the crazy thing is like I, you know, a lot of people, like I said, to each their own journey, but like I always say like living on the surface level, like the people who never want to talk about anything and, and just, you know, maybe they only talk to certain people, but it's just like... The people who never want to talk about anything besides the weather are like, it's just very surface level. There's nothing, you know, they're not, I don't know. I just, maybe that's just because who I am. Like, I just want to go so deep. It's like that Russ song where he's like, let me see you naked. He's like, not your body, but your soul. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? He like, he really (laughs) wants to like see you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's like me. It's like, if I'm. You know, if trying I'm to see everybody naked. Trying to see everybody naked. Yeah. Like if I'm really having a connection with someone, like the people who I actually continue speaking with, yeah, is someone who I can actually talk to. Like I, I know it's sunny outside and it's Sunday and you're I'm like, having I, a great week. You're like, I know what kind of food I like and the restaurants around this bitch. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> let me talk to you. 
It's just, like I said, you can run from it all you want, but eventually what's scary is that one day it'll blow up in your face, essentially. No. And that's that's. And if you scary. And if you run away from it, man, and you have kids, it's going to fall yeah. into them. Well, then, right? like, good luck to your son or your daughter, yeah. like, you know. You have we have to do the work as parents, as as partners in a relationship. Like we have to do the work for ourselves. We can't expect your partner to to meet all these needs of yours when you're not even you don't even really know yourself or like what your needs even are. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's just crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it's interesting too, like the way that like my learnings have come full circle, like with. NLP and then inherited family trauma and just like hypnotherapy and like all of this stuff. I think the more I understand, even all the communication courses I've taken, like the bank code and things like that, the more I learn, the more I'm just like in awe of our mind, the way that like we operate, like the way that we are as humans is so like, it's such an incredible just concept, like just everything about the way our brain works, who we are. Me sitting here having a conversation with you, like the way we live our lives has to do with so much. It had to do with my parents. It had to do with my grandparents. It has to do with the environment. Like there's just so much that runs like who we are, like our brain, like it's so powerful. For example, like Jerome's looking at me crazy. I'm like, what are you trying to I'm get I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just saying like so many people don't know that. They yeah. just think, hey, I'm a human. I'm alive. I'm living my life. And yeah. I'm like, do you understand that like... Like, I could go into this on so many angles, but even just, like, inherited family trauma. Like, you are who you are because of, like, for example, as soon as... Serena hits the blunt once. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, okay, so, for example, like, a lot of people don't realize, as soon as your... Picture this, your grandma... We've talked about this. Your grandma's pregnant with your mom. Yeah. And your mom already has her eggs developed inside of her. So oh, you told me that, yeah. For one moment, or for this moment in time, there's three generations in one body. Damn. Right? So whatever my grandma was going through while she was pregnant with my mom was affecting me as one of my mother's eggs because I was already inside of her. That affect the egg that I was created from. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know what my grandma was going through when she was pregnant with my mom? Some crazy ass shit, okay? Like what? <laughs> No. Really bad stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't good. And then, you know, you take that even further. Every experience that my mom went through in her life, was it affects your eggs. Yeah. That, like, you can look that up. Like, it, it affects your eggs. So my mom's life, which wasn't the best thing in the world, continued to shape who I was until she was finally pregnant with me. And then, you know, when she was pregnant with me... I could imagine her and my father's relationship was probably not the best. She was probably going through a plethora of emo emotions and all these things happening, stress, all this stuff. And I was already feeling all those emotions from inside the womb. Yeah. Like, we feel that. I think about that now. I was just telling my sister-in-law, telling Carmela the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was talking to me about something. She's like, just make sure that, like, you know, don't think about it. Like, this isn't your problem. Make sure that... um. You know, don't let it affect that baby of yours. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I am doing way too much to protect my who I'm around and what I'm consuming because I don't have time for, like, your, like other people's problems yeah. unless you're one of my clients. So you have energy blockers <laughs> around her baby. Yeah, because everything I experience and I go through right now already affects my child. Yeah. So I don't need to be, you know, I, could, I think about when I was pregnant with Alex and I was like super stressed, super sad, 
you know, super all lonely, like yeah. all this stuff, single. I mean, what I was single after like five months pregnant. And so it's like, you know, I think about all that and how that, that shaped him Jeez. and then the environment I brought him into and just my emotions and situations. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you yeah. know, like understand knowing what I know now, I'm like, holy crap. You're like, poor Alex. <laughs> right? We're going to fix I'm him. like, holy crap. He's good now, guys. So what I'm saying when I'm trying to, when I'm going like super big picture of everything that I've learned is just like, we don't learn about the power of our subconscious mind. Yeah. We don't learn about how to freaking communicate. Like, there, we don't learn. We should be learning about communication and controlling our emotions in freaking grade school, honestly. But we don't. Talk that talk. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, you even think about your emotions and it's like, okay, I always talk about this because I'm like, okay, you have an emotion. Based off that emotion, you take, a, you have a specific thought. And then based off that thought, you take a specific kind of action. And then based off that action, you create, like, your reality. But you know what I did learn? What? Alabama. Alaska, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> all the yeah, states. motherfucker, 50 states. <laughs> I'll name them all. Oh my god! <laughs> Which one do you need? <laughs> that does nothing. But for I'm super you. sad inside. Oh I'm my just god! Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's just crazy, and I just think, I, I guess, like maybe that just has a lot to do with my mission. Is like, edu- I think, like, if anything, like what I have evolved into as like a business owner is like the power of your mind. Yeah, and like understanding. Your child wounds, inner child trauma. Well, it's cool now. You see with like all the like the Instagram and like the TikTok and shit, like the YouTubes. You see like this like revival of like the mind, and everyone's mm-hmm. like trying to do their own thing. And you, everyone's reading books and shit. And I feel like it's, so good. it's not like it's just not like random people, but it's a lot of people. Like they yeah. they see the quotes and shit, mm-hmm. and it actually I feel like sometimes it hits people, and like maybe it'll get them. We didn't. That was that was Serena's foot. That was my chair. foot on the chair. <laughs> um, like I feel like people like wake up sometimes, like or they yeah. are waking up and like, damn, I gotta be better. And like a lot of this is in my hands, and like I yeah. could do this, and it's kind of cool to see, like, because you see it more more now with like your cell phone, so powerful, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Shout out Steve Jobs, the iPhones, <laughs> rest in peace. You just got the new iPhone 12. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How does it feel? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's right Did your here. whole life change. I turned it on and the, like the whole room went <laughs> 5G power. But anyways, so yeah, dramatic. it's cool. Like now with like the phones in your hand, like you have so much power yeah. and you could learn so many things. And I and I feel like more people are. Yeah. I guess that was my point. Yeah. It's like make you happier, I guess. It's the easy, babe. More people are trying. No, it's cool. I, feel like I, it's I mean, like it's a sh- wake up call. Like I told you the other day. What was I, what was I saying specifically? When we go on walks, I like to talk Jerome's ear off about my reflections of the day. And I'm trying to hold our fucking dog with two hands. He's like trying to run away. <laughs> and his poop in the other hand. <laughs> um, but I was saying, you know, what was I talking about? I was telling you that you have to just assume that people don't have the information. What do you mean? Oh, we were talking about like pregnancy and different things about pregnancy. Just there's so much information that I feel like if you're, if you never stop the theme of this podcast, Serena constantly saying, question your life, question everything. (laughs) I think I said that on the last podcast. I'm like, welcome to the podcast where Serena questions everything. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, that's, that should be a theme where like once, once, (laughs) once a month we come on and just question something and just tear it into pieces. Um, Guys, she's not high. It's going to be like that changed my mind type of thing. (laughs) That guy. Uh, But anyways, no, I was just saying like, okay, if you just go mainstream and just live your life at the surface level, yeah, you'll just go with whatever. Like 
back to pregnancy of like epidurals are totally normal. That's the way we do things. Or sure, I'll go to school and then go with to religion. I was degree. raised Christian, so like that's the Christian. way I do things. I'm gonna go to college and do my thing. Yeah, if I go to high school. Like just all the normal mainstream. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. But that's the thing. But it, it. But we all have a choice, and if that's what you choose, that's fucking amazing. You're telling everyone to take that pill from the Matrix and wake up. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, wake up. Like wake up and just question it. Is that what you want? If that is, then hell yeah. Like do your shit. And if it's not, then choose what you actually want to do. do but make you a love choice. Your husband or wife. <laughs> like you do you love them. That's a scary question. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are it like, depends. Nah, but I'm with them. Sometimes. They're like, nah, but I'm with them. Well, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> um yeah, my, my point is I was telling Jerome on our walk, I was like, I have to just assume that when people make certain decisions, I I worry that they make it because they don't have the facts. Especially thinking about like where like okay, even if I thought about like my own mom, like there's a lot of things like when she was here, we would talk about a lot of things and I would question her and challenge her thinking and say, Mom, but why why is that a thing? And she's like, Cause that's just the way it is. And I'm like, No, mom, it's not just the way it is. You make a decision. Do you believe that or not? It's not just the way it is. You know, it's funny. Like, that's true. Like, yeah. Because when Alex will ask me, like, why would I have to do that drum? I'm like, because I said so. Which is the worst I know, thing you can say as I a know, parent. I know, but then I'm like, because I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean. No, tr- but you're right. Yeah. You're right. No, exactly. And that's why. And because I said so. It's hilarious. I know. You always tell me, like, don't say that. But. Anymore. Yeah, I remember when I was little, my mom would always like, because I said so. And I'm like, but mom, that doesn't make, like, just tell me why. But she didn't have a fucking reason. Of course, Serena. She just didn't want to deal with my shit. Serena's questioning her life since (laughs) Since she she was was seven. seven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's it. I think, welcome to the Cafecito con JJ and Serena, where we just help you wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Drink your coffee and wake up. <laughs> right? Sips, sips on coffee. Coffee's <laughs> a metaphor, guys, to wake the fuck up. Yeah. But like in, in your life. Yeah. I think that's it. Do you have anything else planned for this podcast? Kind of just... No, it was cool. I just wanted to get, get get it popping on the yeah. uh, that inherited family trauma that you always talk about. You even Incredible. talk about it on your Instagram. Yeah. I have a, a lot of cool stuff that'll definitely be coming... From it. From it. Yeah, I just, because I, we were like, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? And you're always like, you're always trying to give people some gems. Yeah, yeah. I, you guys have to get this book. <laughs> so I was I'm like, dude, you. we can talk about that. Let me watch something really quick on it. Figure like, yeah. like, like learn about it myself. Because I hear you talking about it all the time. And I, oh, you know what made it bring, uh, you know what brought it up? Is like you were going through something with your family recently. What was it? Oh. And then I kind of like whispered it. <laughs> People were like, what did he say? Something with my mother. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, and then I was like, oh, you should talk about that in the podcast. It's very mm. prevalent and you're actually working on it right now. So I wanted to just bring it to light. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. And okay. then I also said, oh, it kind of touches home with my family too. Let's talk yeah. about it. So yeah. So I learned about it. It's pretty cool, dude. The guy's really cool. Check him out. I don't know. How do you say his last name? Woolen? Woolen. Woolen. Yeah. He's really awesome. Mark Wollin. Cool dude. I watched his speech. I like how his passion is for the, for helping people, which is pretty yeah. cool. So I've said that before. I said it before, and it's pretty dope, man. Yep. I recommend it to everyone. So talk to your family. Make sure you're cool with your siblings. Talk to your mom and dad. I mean, yeah. even if you don't want to talk to them, just try to figure out what the issue is and understand it. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, just the more you know about yourself, about your parents, about your grandparents, the more you can... Start to just pay attention. I always tell my clients, pay attention to themes in your life. 
We all go through different phases, but what are the overall themes that are constantly with you? And do you understand where they're coming from? I don't know. I can't remember if in his talk he talks about like narrowing down who's an actual like candidate for this, like the symptoms of what would family trauma mean? Like, is it like sudden depression or like sudden anxiety setting in randomly? No, those are really big things that where it's like, oh, you should, you should start doing this. Like if you can't pinpoint where it's coming from. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I don't have depression, anxiety, chronic pain, phobia, obsessive thoughts. I don't have any of that. But I, I do know that I have inherited family trauma. Like I know I've been through things and I want to end that cycle. So, like, one of the first things that it has you do is, um, like, just especially, like, for me, it was easy because it's like, oh, my relationship with my mom is, was not always good growing up. Yeah. That's something I need, I need to heal. And so, like, the, one of the first exercises he has you do is, like, close your eyes, imagine who your mom was when she was growing up. Imagine all the trauma she's been through. Imagine how she felt. Imagine how she was parented. Oh, have such dude right dude me and my me and my brothers and sisters are like fuck <laughs> like we can only imagine third world country yeah. yeah i mean from and i think about my mom and i think about who I, my grandma is and i'm like wow my mom most likely really didn't have she didn't have the best parental figure she was raised in probably a drug abused home she then got with my dad at an extremely young age he cheated on her like she was poor. She started doing drugs, right? You just start thinking about everything she's been through. And I'm like, from that, if you can put yourself, which you should be able to, if you can put yourself in your parents' shoes and realize they're, first and foremost, they're human. Yeah. And then, yeah, everything they did affected you. But like, there was points in my life growing up where I was so angry that that's it. I would shut that door, just block it. I wouldn't talk to my mom for like a year. Mm. Like there was just points where I completely rejected that's her. That's what I was talking about when I was like, isn't it crazy how some people try to bury their yeah. past and it just but I was a child. punches you in the face. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a lot of us act like children as adults because cool, we all age, but did you actually become an adult? Did you actually mature or did you do you continue to get your needs met the same way you did when you were a child? Do you mm. continue to repeat those same patterns like you did when you were a child? So if Today, I was still rejecting, ignoring my mom and da 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 and all that stuff, just like I did when I was probably like a teenager, right? Or yeah. preteen. What the fuck? Like, I'm an adult now with an adult size perspective. I don't need to meet my needs that way. I need to face it head on, tell her what needs to be said, heal that relationship, and move the fuck on. Because all that's doing is, whether it's in my face or not, it's subconsciously messing with my life and that's something i'm not going to allow especially now that i have kids yeah so like even to this day if things come up in my family you'll see i'll have the worst week i'll have Dude. i'll have a total breakdown in the middle of the day uh, let me tell you guys <laughs> Fuck because me. it you know you can ignore it all you want you can deal with it all you want your family affects you so much. I mean, I live in a different state, okay? Yeah. I don't even have a close relationship with most of my family members. And still, it you can if I even if I ignore it subconsciously, it's in the back of my mind. It's making me angry, irritable, sad. And then how am I showing up in our house? How am I showing up in our relationship? How am I showing up with my work? Your baby in the womb. How's my baby being affected? Yeah, I'm just not. So now I'm just like... Let me hear it. Let me deal with the moment and let me just wash my hands of it so I can move on. I don't let it go for more than like a day or two. So that's a long winded. I don't even know where we got there. <laughs> I forgot as well too. But but, but just a lot. But, I mean, if you but. guys have questions, let me know if you're interested in hearing more. Um, you know, once I finish the certification or the facilitator's training, 
um, I'd be happy to actually walk you guys through like a couple of steps to actually help you. You should do it live on here with me. I'll be down to do that. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I start like crying. And- <laughs> I'll be like, turn it off. Turn the mic off. That's a great idea. Um, but yeah, another thing is, you guys, let us know what you want to hear on the podcast. Like anything, family, um, parenting, relationships, anything here with the mindset, communication, um, right? Like just. I forgot what I was going to say. I had something on subconscious my mind, setting anything. goals. I mean, the way co- conscious parenting, what conscious even means. No, oh, you're back all on that. All that good stuff. I mean, that's what everything is. Like all of this work, you're like, you, okay, the millennials will say, the Gen Z will say woke. I'm just saying be conscious. Like oh, just okay. wake up. Just, it's a more professional. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just be conscious. Yeah. I mean, that's what this whole podcast is honestly all about. Yeah, that's true. Um, just better yourself. Yeah. It's, I've been looking at my tattoo a lot on my left hand or wrist, which is funny because the other day I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is on my hand? <laughs> like slapping it. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was something there and I, it's almost like, you know, a tattoo, like you get it and you kind of forget about it. And I feel like I've been once again, welcome to the life of Serena, constantly transitioning, We've been going through a lot of transitions, and I've been looking at my tattoo a lot, which is a, um, wow, baby brain. Um, hold up. I, I had to think about it, too. I it's a crystal ball. Crystal ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we both were like, what? It's a crystal ball with a symbol inside of it, which the crystal ball stands for manifest, and the symbols is, and create your own reality. So, like, you're in control of, you can manifest and create your own reality. Like, you're in full control. And the reason I got this tattoo, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but what's relevant right now to this podcast is just that I think if there's one thing that I want to do through, through this podcast and through my own work, and I think why Jerome and I are here having these conversations, a big part of it is, whether we realize it or not, is like having conversations like this to like help you become more conscious or help you wake up, as you would say, and... And just understand, like, for me, I'm like, understand the power of your mind. Like, understand how that can change your whole fucking life. Like, inherited family trauma, like, going back and looking at your childhood so you can let go of some of that stuff and move on in your life. Feel lighter, happier. You know what I mean? By doing all of that, by understanding the power of your mind, you can create and manifest whatever life you desire. Like, and that's what it's all about, right? Preach. Preach. I'm just listening. I go on your rambles. I'm just sitting. You're like, oh, nice. I just seen it as I was as I was kind of looking at how long we've Our, been the recording. podcast. <laughs> I seen my tattoo as I went over and drink, I drink. So everyone drink that coffee. It's been on my it's been on my mind a lot. It's a metaphor. Get it? Drink that coffee. Drink that coffee. Wake up. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that'll be everything. Like I said, leave us a review. It helps us a lot. Um, and let us know. Like, send me a message. Aligned with Serena. At Aligned with Serena. At Aligned with Serena on Instagram. Look me up on Facebook, Drome. Write a review. Let us know what you want to hear. Like, we want to help you. We want to talk about things that are relevant for you, what you're dealing with, what Dude, you want to Dude, if you hear. listen to 50 minutes of this, fucking savage. We'll do any, we'll make <laughs> any episode you want. <laughs> for real. If you, if you got to this point and you're like, oh, they said they'll make any episode you want, we'll do it. Boom. <laughs> all right. Have an incredible oh, day. Oh, wait. And then uh, shout out what? to all the listeners from all around the world because we get the metrics on them. And I've seen Singapore, Argentina, oh, cool. Belgium, Canada. I love that. So shout out to all you guys. Love it. All right. Have an incredible week. And we'll catch you in the next one. Boom. <laughs>